another Solid Gold podcast. And you've got the two blondes in the house. Yes, I'm Melanie Walker in Johannesburg and sitting across the world from me at the moment, but right in my studio at the same time, isn't technology fantastic, is Jenny Baxter from sapeople.com. How, you, 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 you're tired. You had to get up early this morning, Jenny. What was that all about? Oh, my daughter is flying to the Caribbean and, um, and so her flight was at 10 to 5. So I had to get up at 4.30. Uh, not her flight, her, her Uber was picking up at 10 to 5. Mm-hmm. I had to get up at 4.30. And, um, and then the cats got so excited because they thought it was early breakfast time. So they didn't let me go back to sleep. So I'm really... Aww. But you know, you know, last night, Mal, I met a Swedish lady who was absolutely fantastic, and she reminded me of something from South Africa, which is Muniklani. So, Muniklani. Muniklani. I met her, and, um, and then she like, recognized the South African accent, and she said that she was actually married for 15 years to Mr. Van Rensburg and lived in Pretoria. So it was like... In Pretoria? Suddenly, yeah, <laughs> suddenly she was somebody different. Yeah, and she was really sweet, and she said, yeah, yeah, Muniklani. Well, ons klaar a bikkie hier in Johannesburg. Ah, uh, yet. Yeah, you saw, and like we always say, let's try not to talk about the weather, but I'm sorry, what happened in Johannesburg on Monday really does bear talking about. It was, I, I have to replace all my gutters. My poor little tomato plants got absolutely annihilated, and I was just looking at them earlier in the day and thinking, oh, look how beautifully my tomato plants are growing. Fortunately, the rest of the garden didn't get annihilated, but I just have sticks left now for my tomatoes, which is so sad. But uh, uh, M- at Melanie's least mine wasn't as bad. To say, Melanie's forgotten hmm? to say why all this happened. There was a huge hailstorm. Hailstorm, yeah, I was going to get into it, okay. Um, uh, my, my damage was kind of negligible compared to what some people went through. Um, um, I have a friend in Northcliffe who has a nursery and the cleanup operation there, I think she's lost like half her stock to oh, all the leaves being completely like decimated. Yeah, yeah. But the funniest was is um, watching Daniel from the Delta Cafe. Um, you saw we shared uh, his videos. Oh my goodness me. Yeah. If you haven't seen the video, Thank it's very you. funny. And I, I know Daniel quite well. So for him, you can tell that he is now hutful. Okay. Everything. The devastation. I mean, they had to close the restaurant so that they can fix things up again. Um, but it's very funny. We just decided, well, you've got ice. You may as well drink. Yeah. <laughs> Met ish, yeah. Met ish. And, <laughs> and what was that that he was drinking because it was really funny because people were saying instead of give him a, give him give that man a bells which yeah. they normally always say they were saying give that man a and then it was the name of, of that he was drinking a single malt what was it Glen Fiddich or Lefraig Lefraig he was drinking a, a single lot. Okay. Oh. We'll give a plug. Maybe it's Lafreg or um, he'll send us a bottle. Um, and then the, the follow-up to that, I don't know if you've seen it. I think I did uh, send it to you, was him and the clean-up operation where he had yeah. the guys on the roof. And he just said he'd been keeping his bottle of tequila nice and cold in the ice that was still on the ground. It was, I mean, you have golf ball-sized um, hailstones. It was crazy. I don't know if you saw, but you know James Delaney, he's uh, a mm. well-known African artist, he's the one who revived the wilds so that yeah. people can actually go walk there now. Um, he let us use some photos that he took, which were just beautiful. And, and you know, when I looked at them, I just immediately thought it's starting to look a lot like Christmas because it yep. looks like white 
snow everywhere in Johannesburg. It was a snow day. It was a total snow day. And out of the blue, I mean, I was really not expecting that at yeah. all. I, I was sitting and working. And the next thing, there's like a clap of thunder. And I get really focused on working. I just sit and, and like beaver away. And the reason I got a fright is because the lightning struck a house and it whacked um, the plug point next to me. I actually oh. had this big spark that came up next to me as well and fried oh, my computer. So, yeah, and then then I just heard this noise. Can you imagine living in a in a tin roof, which a lot of the houses Beautiful. in Parkhurst have still got like tin roofs? Okay, yeah, that's that noise of the hail though. Oh. You're sitting there thinking. My car's gonna get annihilated. <laughs> well, you know when um, when we lived in Salt Rock, our house was on top of the hill, so we were often hit by lightning, and you know, and the, and the roof tiles would come off. But the worst was always that it would turn the swimming pool green, just jukes like that. Lightning does that, yeah. 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 So it's really true. Don't swim. Do not swim when it. Don't when swim in a thunderstorm. You're quite right. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so there we go. Um, the worst hailstorm in 45 said, years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Some people said they've been mm. living there 50 years and this was the worst in 45. I seem to remember once before, quite a yeah. few years back. I where, remember one in the 90s. Yeah, and I had to replace all my gutters and I'm going to have to do the same thing again. Yeah. Oh, well. You know, and, that's life. And it's Mal, nature. Mel, I was mm-hmm. reading an article in a British newspaper and they were talking about South Africa and they uh, happened to say that um, on the high fault you get daily thunderstorms, daily summer uh, afternoon After Late afternoon, yeah. And I remember when I lived in Joburg that there were a lot of thunderstorms and hail and whatever. Mm-hmm. But is it every single day? I can't remember. It, it, it can be. Um, some. I mean, like, uh, it rained again, but it was a bit later last night um, that it rained. Um, so it's a build-up like of the, the heat all day. Yeah. But usually we always, I mean, the. I wouldn't say every single day, but the afternoon thunderstorms on the high felt are legendary. Yeah. And I know they're legendary, um, I think, but I didn't realize they were as frequent. Yeah, I remember a few years back in November, every single day um, when we were doing the Cycle Challenge Expo out at Kailami, it would be a daily thing <laughs> with wow. huge rain. But some days it misses. Maybe they just got rid of all of its water. There we go. <laughs> okay, so that that's the main story for the moment um, with all the people and the, the cleanup of everything afterwards. Um, what news have you got for expats? Oh, I've got a, a call, please, 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 to make Christmas for some people. If you go into SA People, and just search for the Page Project, P-A-I-G-E. Um, they are raising funds. Remember Tim Beerman did that amazing uh, back-to-back two Ironman challenges, yeah. triathlons. Um, they are at 77% of their target now. And honestly, if, if like 100 expats gave 10 pounds each, it would, it would reach the target, you know. So, so they really need help. The money goes to these children who have cerebral palsy around the country who the government does not help. And so their mm-hmm. families, um, you know, can't work. So, so these, these families really, really, really need help, please. Okay. So, um, and, they, and they did, last, uh, two weekends ago, they, you know, they took a whole load of buggies, which is kind of like wheelchairs, um, mm-hmm. to already help some of them with some of the money that's been raised. So it's really going to a good place. Um, 
and then and then other <laughs> the other news from experts is have you seen the um the video going viral it is on essay people um of an Amer- a lady with an american accent shouting mm-hmm. at a south african guy because his bry was burning at three in the morning did you see that and no um, i haven't seen it no. Okay. What's so the story she, about? Why is she shouting at him? She's yelling because she's saying it's windy and dangerous, and you know the fire should have been put out. And he's just like a really cool, calm, and collected. And lady, we've got this under control. Um, and, and so I did have a question for you: Is do we normally leave brides even when we're not there? Because basically, it was an unattended bride. That's you know, but maybe it was just the embers, and she was worrying for nothing. Oh. Maybe I don't know. But do uh, you know, they kind of burn themselves out. And don't you normally only go to bed once you know it's out, or do you leave it? I would always make sure it's out. Yeah. That's just me. Well, it sounds that, like they it, hadn't. And so it reminds me. It reminds me well <laughs> of a night on the the beach at Sharkers Rock um, <laughs> with my brother making a fire for you. He was so being so impressed at three o'clock in the morning, running up and down the beach, getting driftwood and making this fire. But we were at least all awake. Yes, we were all, well, kind of. <laughs> Although we maybe shouldn't have been in charge of any kind of fires, but still, we had my brother there. He was looking after everything. But yeah, no, I'd say put it out, make yeah. sure it's out, put some so water over it or some thing. sand or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Um, the funniest thing is that, uh, that, you know, the person who put this on TikTok, and it's had over one and a half million views already, so it's really going crazy because um, she is screaming, you know, like, are you nuts? And um, and she's telling them to go to McDonald's instead um, of having a braai, which, of course, what South African man is going to want to go to McDonald's when he can have a braai? No. Um, but, but the comments have just been brilliant. The guy who uploaded it to TikTok, you know, he said uh, that she was a Karen. And, um, and other people have said, you know, was she in the country as the head of the Karen Society, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, what country was it in? Was it here or, or in America? No, it was in South Africa. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, then she must just leave us to do our own things. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don't come here and be telling us what to do. Yeah. That's what some <laughs> Americans said. So some Americans have, have commented on this TikTok video mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, we only went there for a week's holiday and we even uh, never get between a South African and their braai. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, Hanon's braai. It's lekker, ne? Okay. Um, what news have you got in from some of the expats around the world? Um, well, did you hear about the new law that Indonesia has passed? About Ooh. So you're not allowed to have any sex um, before marriage. And that's whether you live in Indonesia or whether you are on holiday in Indonesia. So nobody in Indonesia can have sex. It's only coming into effect in three years' time. They're, How are they going to police that? I don't know. The tourism board is is freaking out because, you know, what tourists are going to want to go there for a romantic holiday um, or just a fun holiday. Um, and Kevin Anderson, who is... No, not Kevin Anderson. Kevin Anderson is the tennis player. Yes, Kevin Fraser. Is. Kevin Fraser, okay. the um, the comedian who lives in Australia, so he obviously, yes. you know, Indonesia is so nearby. Um, but he's currently in South Africa doing a tour at the moment. Um, he uploaded a really funny video of, um, you know, 
it reminded me of that old saying, a pump's a pump, oh, pal. He's basically saying you can't have this pump law. And so it's very, very, very South African. It's worth watching. Okay, that, that's, a, that's a bizarre one. But anyway, okay, right. Cool. <laughs> and, and then on comedians, uh, mm. Trevor Noah also seems to have got one of the first interviews with Will Smith talking about what happened at the Oscars. So we've got that okay. on the site if you want to find out what Will says about it and what Trevor says kind of sticking up for. Well, Trevor's friends with both of them, but he just sticks up for humanness and the mm. sum of a human rather than judging a human on a moment in their life. Um, mm. And don't forget Trevor finishes on Thursday. I mm. think it's this Thursday. Yeah, it will be his last show, his last okay. daily oh. show. Talking about South Africans overseas, um, I heard on the radio this morning that apparently it has been said that, who's that, Dimwit? Is it Kanye? Oh no, I better not get the wrong person. But anyway, it's either, I think it's Kanye. Kanye was the one who wants to run for president in America. Hey? Yeah. Anyway, apparently, you know Candace Swanepoel? Yeah. The, um, who's the, now the face South of African Yeezy. supermodel. Yeah, she was with uh, not Charlie's Angels, but it's called Secret. the ones of the wings. Victoria's Secret. There we go. Um, apparently, they they may be a thing. Really? Yeah, I heard that this morning. Okay, Thanks to we'll Hot have to. One o two seven. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to look out for that. Yeah, interesting. And uh, I see that a South Africa woman won um, golf. Oh, component. What is it called? So, so yeah, what is the, this thing called? It's the inaugural um, uh, due, both genders Australian Open. So normally you have for the women and for the men, but this they all played at the same time. Um, so it's a bisexual thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what we're trying not to say. <laughs> but they... Um, they let me just check a new that. dual gender Australian Open. That's the word. That's the word. Dual, mm. not by. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Melanie. They, the, yeah. So, so it's Ashley, um, who's won so much before. Ashley Buhai. I don't know how you pronounce her surname. Um, mm. So, so she won, and she won by one stroke, um, which is really interesting because in South Africa this weekend was the South African mm. Open yeah. and um, and the South African won that as well and he also only won by one stroke so it was very th uh, Thurston Lawrence so it was very very emotional um, you know not knowing till the last minute whether you're going to win or not and and for Thurston he was in front of his family and friends because when he won last year it was obviously the pandemic so there weren't so many people mm. So, mm. so this time it was really, really special for him. I like watching golf, actually. I used to watch a lot of watching of it. Time to I start like playing. Any no, I used to play. No, don't want to play. It ruins my good walk. And I'd rather have just a good walk. Okay. You know, and, and people get very twitchy <laughs> on the golf course. Anyhow, we've got some good news coming up, though, of course. Um, the, what, the whole thing about... Um, Lonely Planet's 30. Now, I must say, I went to Marble last week yes. for dinner. Oh, did you? Yeah. And, was, and was the good-looking chef there? 
Oh yeah, he was. He yeah, he is a very good looking chef, David Hicks. He is. He is. I know. We we chatted about him with Carrie <laughs> from Carrie's. Yes. What's it called now? No, uh, Carrie's. Um, not Carrie's Corner. Uh, Carrie's Connoisseurs. Yeah. Mm. So, but, but I I decided to be a, a very <clears throat> demure, keen connoisseur of of good looking men, and he definitely is in that top lot. So and so, what did, what did Lonely there? Planet? Have? What did I eat or what did he eat? No, what did you eat? What because, did I because eat? Because they do, they do like, they do they like, do everything. Um, it's yeah, all on a bribe, they do like basically. Bribes. They do a bribe, yeah. but it's a very liney kind of bribe or something. Mm. Mm. Okay, I so had the I fish, read about the, that. the line fish of the day, which was really, really good. Oh, lovely. Um, and then the elderflower cheesecake-y kind of dessert, which had little bits of pieces that just tasted so awesome and it was like sparkly and lemony and oh, and no. oh gosh it was just elderflower syrup and stuff oh yum, yum that's like yum. when you go and eat at Jan's restaurants it, it just mm. it just sparks off different parts of your palate it's just amazing like fireworks mm. going off um so 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 the reason why i asked you about what what did you eat is because lonely planet wrote about what you can eat at marble and so lonely planet has their top 30 guide and this mm -hmm. year they decided to split it up into categories so it would be you know where to go to connect where to go to escape wh whatever they, they had all these categories and one of the categories was eat and south mm -hmm. africa was selected for that category which is kind of interesting, you know. They said they said basically South Africa is already famous for the other stuff, the the beautiful beaches, the wildlife, and mm. um, and people need to go travel to South Africa for the cuisine. The and South Africa, food. South Africa was the only one where they where they selected the whole country, whereas with other mm. places it was just a city in Japan or a city in Denmark. But, well, um, I tell you what, marble was chock a block full. Oh, and I think it's chock-a-block full all the time. It is just, yeah, a very, very popular place. I mean, he's also got Saint and he's opening a place in Cape Town next year. He works hard, that guy. Works yeah. very, very hard. Yeah. Anyhow, that talking about Cape Town, I, I, I saw the story about the Cape Townian saving Fainboss. Yeah, isn't it I wish beautiful? the rest of the country would get up and save the wild, uh, the, the, the um, grasslands and the wetlands as well. Well, maybe this story will spark people to look out a bit more because what mm. happened, it, it was in Wurtesich where the residents actually noticed, you know, the council kept coming and, and mowing the fields. Yeah. And the residents noticed, actually, it looks like there's some very special fainboss here. And so the council immediately went and investigated, and sure enough, there were there were rare ones that were going extinct, mm. um, and they found many species now. So the Bortisach residents have been, and and the Bortisach residents then got involved in, in in helping and um, rehabilitating. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but that's so that's, that's a, a problem. It's a problem up in, I think, everywhere where they have people who are working for like the parks departments and everything, and they don't know what they're looking at. Yeah. Um, like when we, we came through um, Delta Park, back to Delta again, where the <laughs> cosmos comes through in autumn, and they were there and they came and they were cutting all of the plants down, or they were cutting oh, the grass man. back, and we were like, what are you doing? You're cutting all of the cosmos. So the, the, the people literally had no idea and have had a, a few conversations about this with various um, plants people that I interview for radio show yeah. about 
you know, the lack of training and the lack of awareness of people when it comes to doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, planting trees where you should be actually rehabilitating grasslands. Anyway, let me not get into my gardening trip. No, you know, no, no, we'll never get I, I get it. You know, my, <laughs> my grandfather who you met, you know, in, mm. in his garden in Epsom, um, all those little yellow wildflowers would come up um, mm. in the spring. I, f- I forget what the wildflower is called, not cosmos, but whatever Buttercups? it is. No, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, um, he loved them so much, so he didn't mow them uh, until mm. you know, they died themselves kind of thing. And his neighbor went on TV on some, you know, mastermind, whatever those TV shows are on the BBC, and actually mentioned that he had a, he had a neighbor who he hated because the neighbor wouldn't mow his lawn. Lordy, some people in England, I tell you, these old people can get into a whole thing. Yeah, appreciating beauty. Okay, so uh, do you see Jan? Just about beauty, because because have you seen that little that little? um, I think it's Vierpos, Vier, Vier. How do you say it? Veeps. The Veeps building, I don't Veeps. know. I, yeah, it's, it's in La Motte. And um, you will have seen it on Facebook. There's this cute little building with, with mm. all the lavender around it. And everybody who goes there takes photos of this cute little building. Um, and now Jan, the first Michelin star South African chef, mm. has, has created like a pop-up. So from now for the next three or four months, you can go and eat there and eat okay. beautiful young, young food. It's, it's eat sold out within hours, yeah. I'm sure everybody would want to go there, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, baby hippo ra- raised by rhinos. We chat- when are we chatting about this? Are people getting confused about rhinos and hippos? You would have seen the comments on Facebook about that. No, because, because they hadn't watched the entire video. Yes, 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 exactly. Um, you're shame. It's a man who comments a lot. Um, <laughs> keeps us on the straight and narrow. My mother always said, rather keep your mouth shut and let people think you're a fool than open it and remove all doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, say no more. Anyway, so but if you're going to watch the video, watch the whole video and then you will know the whole story. Yes. <laughs> and it's really, really amazing that this little hippo had never seen um, another hippo and he didn't like mm. the water. And and then finally when they introduced him to another little hippo, the two just bonded straight away, which is really oh. lucky. And um, And he's now spending the right amount of time in the water and being because because it's really dangerous for hippos to not go in the water yes for their skin you know so yes because really they, they sweat this pink thing which works as a um, basically as a sunscreen yeah yeah is it funny how hippos have come up my uh, my children were watching um clarkson and the other two uh, I know it's not called Top Gear, but it was one of those specials that they did when they were in Colombia. And one of the things they had to do was go and find a hippo in Colombia. And they're like, Hammond is going, what are you talking about finding a hippo? This is not Africa. And he said, no, but there's this whole story. And of course, I told my kids the story before they had told the story online about Escobar, who decided he wanted hippos. And of course, then he was arrested or gunned down or whatever. And the hippos escaped and made a break for freedom. And they started multiplying in the area so now they're hippos in Colombia 
Anywho, yeah. Oh yeah, talking about water stuff, the Akrabis Falls. I mean, bad enough watching the the, the sprite in Johannesburg becoming like completely crazy, yeah. um, breaking its banks and all kinds of things. Um, I mean, Akrabis sometimes a trickle and sometimes an absolute raging torrent. Oh, so beautiful, and mm. we were so lucky. Uh, a guy, Chunster Brain. Um, sent us some incredible photos. He actually went and he uh, he had a video that went viral, and mm-hmm. um, and then for us he went back like a two-hour drive to take some beautiful photos. So we're so grateful for that because it's just amazing. Um, it's like it's like you're really witnessing the power of nature and the majesty of nature. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's. it's almost like biblical it's 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 awesome 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 and you just said something that i wanted to i can't remember what is this about 21 rules for hit hood spread <laughs> <laughs> sorry so having driven there and back again last week um <laughs> and it was amazing going along the roads and i have to mention it though is that it's my, my daughter says yes it's known as limpopo chic it's chic. the decor chic yeah, yeah. Every single house you go past, either that it's being built or it's a kind of like a little tiny place or it's a big house, they've all got these round columns. The whole area, it's like this Limpopo thing. And, okay, and I'm like fascinated Greek with columns, it. Roman columns, you, those kind of columns. Yeah, yeah. Every single little house, is tiny, can be a tiny little shack house and they've all got these columns. Oh, absolutely fascinated. I once met a lady who grew up um, on the railway line. You know, her father worked for the mm. railways. And remember, they had those tiny little houses next to the railway. Yes. And, um, and her mother, and they used to get moved a lot. And mm. her mother used to carry a chandelier to every home. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe the columns are similar to just sort of feel a little more special well you can't move those around Jen no no you stay (laughs) stay put but it is it's like uh, the first time I I drove back through that area I was like okay this is this is kind of like weird groundhog day every single house having these things yeah yeah. Yeah, I I find it quite um pretty and you also saw some rhino yes and, and they looked very close to a fence. What was that there all about? There were 15 about? or so. It's, at, it's actually at a petrol stop. Um, I can't remember the name of the petrol stop on the MN4. And my daughter had said, oh, by the way, because um, she would shuttle backwards and forwards to camp in Machlatla. Um And she said, no, there's this place where there are rhinos. And we're like looking at her and going, yeah, sure. She says, no, no, no. Honestly, they're like proper rhinos. 15 of them that I, can't, I could count. So you go in and there's a whole restaurant area and shops and all this kind of thing. And then you can go out to the back and there's this huge field and they've got sable antelope and there's just like so much stuff out there. Zebra in the background and a couple of um, wildebeest, but 15 rhinos. And, and so it's not part of the Kruger, it's just like a private... It's a rest stop, a garage rest stop on the side of the the, the highway. <laughs> I was like quite uh, quite taken aback by that. Um, and, and of course, when we were there, the Kalahari Christmas trees, um, as as a lot of people like to call, or I like to call them that, because they do look like they've got decorations on them. It's a, a sickle bush. They were all in full flower, which was just absolutely beautiful. Oh. So so, nice. so what are the twenty one rules for hood spray? Okay, so so that's. 
um, remember the lady who took the photos of Tom Cruise because she lives up in Hood Spring? Yes. And, yes. and the video of Tom Cruise and everything. Well, they have found that a lot of people are either moving to Hood Spread or going on holiday to Hood Spread. But I think there are quite a few that are actually moving there now, you know. It's become the place mm -hmm. to escape the city. But as happens, you know, people moving abroad do the same. You move abroad to get away from somewhere, or from all countries, not just South Africans, mm -hmm. and then you try and make that new place like your old place. Um, so her rules are, are kind of... This is hood sprayed and sort of adapt or go back. Stop. Um, but but she's written them very funnily. Oh, okay, I'll have a look at that. I'll, yeah. I'll show my daughter. I think she's missing hood spray already. Shame. Oh. Yeah, please um, show her and ask her if she agrees with them. I think she will. I think they're pretty spot on, the rules. Okay. Now... We had, um, I'll talk about the stuff I like first. Um, so we, we were chatting last week to Bongani from uh, the Mzanzi Philharmonic Orchestra. So um, he did say those dates that the Philharmonic will be playing in South Africa. Yes. So the, the 15th of December in Johannesburg, 17th in Durban, and the 21st in Cape Town. And I mean, from our interview last week, it sounds like it's going to be mm. phenomenal. Mm. Really worth it. Ode to Joy. Um, Beethoven's Fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, okay. And then on to the stuff I don't like because, frankly, I didn't know that this band <laughs> was still going. Smokey are coming out to South Africa again, it appears. <laughs> and playing in Pretoria on the 16th. I mean, I'm, are they really still going? <laughs> you know, you know something that I had never noticed because then I asked Alexia, Alexa, um, sorry, I've got a friend, Alexia. I asked Alexa, look, Alexa's just come on now because I'm saying it. I asked her to play. <laughs> oh, you're talking about your, your bot. Yes, right. <laughs> yes. I asked her to play Smokey the other day because um, I wanted to refresh my memory. And, and so have you ever heard the version of um, Living Next Door to Alice? Yes. Have you yes. heard the version where everybody's shouting in the background, yes. who yes. is Alice? Yes. I thought, oh, that's just so spot on. Like, stop and it. And they were so big here in South Africa for a, for a European band and pretty much nowhere else, kind of like the whole Rodriguez thing as well. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> if you like Smokey, well, you can get along to that. I will be hoping that um, I will manage to scare up some tickets to go and see Sting next year because he's also coming out to Pretoria next, next year. And you'll be 40. Seeing as a foreigner. You'll yeah, be 40 no, or coming to South Africa next year as well. Yeah, yeah. With um, the original singer. Yes, Ali. He's back. Yeah. Ali Campbell, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, my gosh. We, what is this? Meerkat 64 Dishes. Real dancing. What? So, on Monday... <laughs> on, on Monday... Meerkat's 46... Making meerkat food. What? <laughs> no. No. On, on Monday, it was a momentous day in space history. It made news around the world um, with the launch of the construction of... Um, of the world's largest radio astronomy instrument, which has co-hosted South Africa and Australia. In South Africa, it's out at Carnarvon because it's in the middle yes. of nowhere. Um, so it makes it even easier for them to see space, apparently, the darker the mm. better, etc. cetera. And, um, and, and, it's, and, it's, and so there was real dancing as part of the celebration because there's all that dust. 
So, you know, all the real dances in the dust is... So what is unreal dancing? Real, real... Stop it. <laughs> do you know the... You do know the real dances. R-E-E-L. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to keep you going there. Tell me about the meerkats. <laughs> okay, so the dancing is cool, and I'm going to post that video this afternoon. I'd like to see okay. a Melanie Walker like for it. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, and the meerkat, you know the meerkat place that already exists, Observatory, and it has 64 dishes. Yeah. So when they are finished, what they started building on Monday, <laughs> they so are going to be to do with food. Okay, <laughs> they're going to be adding another 133 dishes. Okay, right. Yeah. It's big proud news, but you can go eat okay. at Marble, which is also big proud news. Okay, fantastic. Okay, um. <clears throat> So we get on to the entertainment side of things. And thank you so much, Jenny, for giving me a heads up about Donker Boss. Because I am absolute, I can't wait for the, I mean, we've only had the first three episodes. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Mayor of East Town. Absolutely. But in Afrikaans. Yeah. And Having driven through that area last week as well, so I have, like I'm seeing these things and thinking because it's set in Pomalanga uh, near Peter's uh, Polokwani. So that was yeah. um, for yeah. me like like looking I don't at know that. It's Limpopo, um, but it's similar. It's Limpopo and I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. never quite sure because it kind of moves around like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, my bearings get a bit yeah. lost sometimes. I am loving Donka Boss. It is absolutely fantastic. And me too. It's one of those shows where I'm not even thinking. It, it's it's absolutely on an international level. It's mm. you know it's gripping. The acting is amazing, and and it and it is like a who done it. Like we have no mm. idea. It's art, oh, and you want to know the personal stories. For me, I liked Mayor of East Town, and I know you loved it, but I'm loving mm. this even more and especially Erica I'm loving her even more than um, Kate Winslet who won an award for her her for hers yeah so yeah so maybe we could ask Erica to come on the show or if there's another character I think that would be good I'm really really impressed with it well, big ups to those guys. What else have you got on the ent- oh. entertainment front that people can watch from overseas? Okay, so, 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 just, so just to say, Donka Boss is available in South Africa and overseas on Showmax. Um, there's Blood and Water, which I've told you about before, the last season. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. I have been watching it, but I'm finding it's all just a little complicated now. And remember, I used to love it. But I don't mm. know if there's just been too much time between the seasons, but... um. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, in South Africa, uh, if you've got Showmax, you can watch The White Lotus. It's the last. Oh, yeah. It's the last one this, this Monday. So um, I can't wait. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> and, then, and then our other news is that we, Cassie, is currently representing SA People at the Red Sea International Film Festival. And so we've got a lot of exciting news on that coming up. Um, She spoke to Spike Lee, the filmmaker, and he actually has something to do with some South African young up-and-coming filmmakers. Um, And then there's today she's been at at an event about a a movie that's still in development called Jufro. And it's about a Jewish guy who does a little bit of cultural appropriation to appropriation um, yeah to, mm. tr- to try and attract 
a particular woman and it's it's dark but comedy uh, uh, one thing for me with it comes to I, I, I'd hate to use the word cultural appropriation because it's actually beautiful is that the wonderful Maasai guy on TikTok with his sister and they they dressed up in their typical kind of you know African Maasai outfits and they're doing the whole Bangra dance thing so they're doing like the Indian dance moves to Bangra music oh, and beautiful. stuff they're just absolutely beautiful I'll send you the names in a moment I can't think of his name right now Anyhow, all right, we're running out of time, unfortunately, but um, what have you got coming up on the site next week? A young South African who is in Geneva and is um, got his heart set on representing South Africa at the Olympics in 2024 in Paris. Um, and just his remarkable story from King Williamstown to where he is now, um, tragedy, but, but also inspiring. Oh, fantastic. That sounds good. Coolness. All right, Jen. Well, it's lovely to see you as always. And we will catch up again next week. And, of course, for those of you who have managed to listen to our blathering this long, don't forget you can send across any good stories that you know about as well. Um, Just pop it onto the website or onto Facebook. We'll catch you again next week. Take care. Awesome. Thank you, Mal. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast. 